today's show, a reason why the Mavs could be a threat in the West, and it's not Luka. Anthony Edwards wins a game for the Wolves in a unique fashion. Andre Drummond sustains a very unique injury. And the Raptors finally might be broken. And that's not all. We had a 10-game night in the association. Hey, I'm Taz Mellis, and this is what you need to know in the NBA for April 1st. Hello, good morning to you. Let's fire through the NBA stories this morning because we've got 10 games to get through. As I said, no time for April Fool's jokes. The Nets came back on the Rockets. The Nets are like the Warriors in that way from the last few years. Get down double digits, no problem. We got this. Although, James Harden left the game in the third with hamstring tightness against his old team. Earlier this season, Kyrie Irving told James Harden, hey, you're the point guard. I'm the shooting guard. Let me take care of that. Well, Kyrie Irving, without James Harden, had to do both. 31 points and a season-high 12 assists. Many of those those assists to Joe Harris, who was banging home threes. Will Joe Harris lose minutes to all these guys the Nets are bringing in? Steve Nash, many balls in the air. But they're not healthy in the lineup to see what kind of rotation he's going to have right now because Kevin Durant is still out. Steve Nash did say Harden's injury should be a short-term injury. At what point will KD not playing with Kyrie and Harden be an issue? They've only played seven games as a trio. That's a little nuts. It's also nuts to be saying Steve Nash, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden in the same sentence. Either way, the Nets are doing fine. They have moved to first in the Eastern Conference. And other great teams in the league have their health issues too. The 76ers don't have Embiid. He's got to prove he can stay healthy throughout the playoffs. He should be back Saturday. He will have missed three weeks and 10 consecutive games. The Lakers don't have LeBron or Anthony Davis right now, but they did get their new buyout acquisition, Andre Drummond, into the lineup. He started against the Bucs. He is being proclaimed the starter. I was wrong about that. I thought Marcus Gasol would still be the starter with Drummond getting spot starts, but Marcus Gasol, COVID-19 related issues, The protocol, he's looking like his 36-year-old self. They've moved him to the bench for now. Although he could be playing because Andre Drummond, he sustained an injury in this game to his toe when Brooke Lopez stepped on it. Drummond said he lost his toenail. He tried to play through it. He couldn't do that. He had a relatively quiet 14 minutes. Hopefully he'll be back on the floor. His teammate Markeith Morris said, hey, I lost a toenail. I was able to play for a month, although it was really, really difficult to get through. Drummond's hands looked a little rusty, um, but he looked pretty spry in his 14 minutes on the defensive end. They've got a defensive mentality, a defensive system for him to get in there. That's all they're going to need from him uh, when LeBron and Anthony Davis do get back. And he looked good with one leg sleeve. So if he drops that, he may be even more spry out there. I just I just always have to comment on leg sleeves. I just can't stop. Uh, the Bucks won, and Yanis Adetokounmpo had 25 points, and he likely had his favorite moment in the NBA, as he put it, because he got to hug his bro, Kostas Adetokounmpo, who plays for the Lakers, Thanasis plays for the Bucks. Those three guys on the court together at the end, likely his favorite NBA moment. That was wonderful to see. Knicks, Minnesota, the Battle of Tibbs. Uh, Knicks head coach Tom Thibodeau coaching against his old team, the Minnesota Timberwolves. But this wasn't the Tibbs show. No, this was the Anthony Edwards show. This was all about the Wolves' number one pick. Edwards doesn't win games on his own every night, but he can. And he wants to work. He wants to work at it. Like Jimmy Butler, he's telling us he wants to work. And once you put that out into the world, well, 
you got to hold up your end of the bargain. He did in the fourth quarter where he won this game for the Wolves on both sides, which is impressive because usually it's just about offense with Anthony Edwards. He had 12 points, setting guys up, not forcing shots, but two huge steals. He was the difference on both ends. And it was a fun quarter to watch him get to wherever he wanted offensively, but make smart decisions while doing it. Something he could work on, though, his media game. He's got to keep some parts of the game plan close to the vest. No need to be that honest. Like when Marnie Gellner asked him how they got their last game winning stop with the Knicks down one. Listen. Kind of take us through that very last defensive possession and how you guys got this one home. Uh, we told we told Jaden, uh, try not to let Randall catch the ball. We're going to make somebody else Into beat us. Into the hockey and, game? You know, uh, gladly, R.J. Barrett caught it in. You know, if he would have made the shot, we would live with it. I mean, because that's what we wanted, taking a shot. We didn't want anybody else taking it. Well, that is some motivation for R.J. Barrett right there. Just listen to that on repeat. Anthony Edwards saying, hey, we wanted that guy to get the ball. Uh, good stuff there. Jaden McDaniels, a great defensive effort uh, for the Wolves on that. And uh, him and Edwards, they've got something. I know it's, it fluctuates from game to game because they are so young. Anyways, a little bit of promise there in Minnesota. Dallas-Boston. Boston loses again. They made the score respectable after being down 23 to Dallas. They just don't play hard enough for each other to be an elite team. That's just the way it works out there. If you watch it, they're just not on the same page. Luka. He's always on the right page. 36 points with 7-3. Some of them deep. He's stretching it out a little bit. Scary thing for the Mavs is Kristaps Porzingis' play. In a good way. They've always needed him to be a better defender. He's showing that. He's showing he could be healthy. He could be spry because teams just try and pick on him at the center spot. But if he looks the way he did against Boston, altering shots, three block shots, he's moving better. If he, if he can be this consistent, they are a threat to the West elite. If he can be healthy and he can do this game in and game out. That is the question. Don't worry about the offense. The offense will come. But you can be a threat. If you are a threat defensively, we can be a threat. So a team that used to be a threat, well, was the Toronto Raptors. <sighs> they took on the OKC Thunder. This last year has broken people, relationships, brains, and it looks like it has broken the Raptors. Every team is playing under conditions where they're missing a lot of guys, guys in and out of the lineup. But I'm going to give the Raptors the advantage in the excuse column. Playing away from home base and families in Tampa being at the end of an era, ready to transition. They're never out of it in the East. You look at the standings. Yeah, sure. They're within shouting distance of the playoffs now in 11th. But uh, they've lost to a, a very shorthanded OKC team on Wednesday. They don't have Kyle Lowry themselves for 7 to 10 days with a toe infection, another toe injury. If there's any team that this COVID-19 uh, situation in the NBA could break. It's got to be the Raptors. Yes. Excuses galore, but that is the way it is. Uh, moving on. Miami, Indiana. The Heat looking like the Heat a little bit. Starting a game slow, even playing behind for the majority of it. If you remember the playoffs, they're fine with that. They're fine. Even behind double digits to the Pacers, but they fought back. Blowing up defensive play after defensive play in the fourth. In fact, the Pacers didn't score for six minutes. Half the fourth from 6 plus, 6.49 to 41 seconds. The Pacers didn't score. Heat win 92-87. They've got the fourth seed on their mind. Top three, eh, they look like they're locked in in the East, but Miami could get to that top four. Charlotte, Miami, Knicks, 4-5-6 right now. 
The Bulls, they want to make the playoffs, but they may never win again. They have lost five in a row. They didn't have Zach Levine against Phoenix, but they did fight back to make it close despite Devin Booker's season-high 45 for the Suns. Masterful mid-ranging from Devin. The Jazz, well, they may never lose again. Beating Memphis, they won their seventh straight despite not having Donovan Mitchell and having a scary flight the day before where they hit a flock of birds, had to make an emergency landing, and many players for the Utah Jazz said they feared for their lives as they were up there. Scary stuff. Luckily, everyone's safe. The Spurs snapped the Kings' five-game winning streak, and the Blazers beat the Pistons by 23 points. You watch a Blazers game from the get-go, man, they have scoring punch everywhere. Obviously, Damian Lillard. C.J. McCollum is back, having a career year. Norman Powell coming over from the Raptors at the deadline, having a career year. He is lethal right now. Yusuf Nurkic back healthy. Of course, he can drop 20 on you. And Robert Covington can space it out from the three-point land. Derek Jones Jr. out of the starting lineup for Norm Powell. That team can score! Thanks for joining me today. That's it for me. Make sure you check out the full No Dunks episode here on Thursday. The guys will give it to you. I'll be back tomorrow to give you the news as fast as I possibly can here on What You Need to Know. I'll talk to you then. Mm-hmm.